accordion players are having a conversation. One is weeping, yet the other does not know why. Enter the maitre d'. I don't know why you guys invited me here. All you do is play accordions and cry. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> Bail out. Why did base camp have a maitre d'? Um, I don't know. Bureaucracy. <laughs> Bloody health and safety. All this red tape. You've got to make sure everyone is well fed at base camp. Welcome back to First World <laughs> Solutions, the problem solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And uh, we're here at base camp to um, <laughs> figure out some problems, figure out some fixes. Little ones, though, because we're just warming up. We don't want to, we don't want to strain anything. We don't want to pull a fixed muscle. We don't want to pull a fixed muscle or put down the ukulele. Please. Resolve and then put down the ukulele. Fucking oh, <laughs> God damn it! Move to the five and then finish. Uh, I I hate all of this. You've made everybody. So tense. now you have to listen to the whole show and wait for that if finishing call at the end. One. If there even is one, it might be this episode. <laughs> Read on and listen on, and you'll find out. I like this. You've held our listeners musically hostage. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a new thing I'm trying. Um, I've heard that Stockholm syndrome is good from other hostages. So. <laughs> I think it's a good thing to bring in. You know, okay. it's the a lot of the time there isn't as big a payoff as you'd like when it comes to the end of one of these episodes. You mm. know, we'll make some joke in the middle. Whereas this this way, everyone is already on edge, and the only way to get to the end of that is uh, is to fall in love with us. Yes, that's where I was going. Okay, no, I, I entirely get that. So basically, we're we're so. We have no confidence in our own podcasting ability, mm. so we have to kidnap and force our listeners to love us. I mean... You're going to get much stronger reviews that way. We definitely are. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not all positive, but that's the price of show business. Exactly. I, I like the extremes. We don't mm. want three stars here. I want one or five. Yeah, exactly. Pre- preferably five. Or six. We'll just add the one onto the, the last Yeah, okay, rating. that's fine. We'll combine the reviews. Mm. Aggregates. When people say aggregate score, they just add up all of their scores. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what that wow, is. Wow, yeah. I've got three hundred percent. I'm so good. I'm it, pretty good at this. I'm I didn't even sure take we're that the test. First show with three hundred and ten stars. All right, nice, good work. So we're going to dive straight in. I think fixing up some little issues, little gripes from around the world. Tom, you got something to get us started with? Yes, yes, I do. Would you like something? I'm going to give you an A or B here. Okay. Would B. you like some? Whoa. Shit, okay, never mind. No You're options needed. Around. B I mean, it is. I also wanted B, but I was going to wait. Okay, I'll wait. No, too bad. You've mm. made your bed, so lie in it. Very quick one here. This is from Impatient Optimist 47. Hey, like me. Yeah, hey. Just, just like us. Oh, nice. I too am 47. Come on! <laughs> Impatient Optimist 47 on Reddit says, I hate my passport photo. Ooh. I hate my passport photo. That's a tough one. Of, that sticks with you. Of it all does. photos, that's what, 10 years, is it? Mm-hmm. You have to have that for? The passport photo advice or guideline is... I don't think it's advice. I think it's instructions. Well, the, the requirements you have to hit for a passport are very much anti every lesson about being photogenic you've ever learned. Absolutely. Don't smile. Don't have hair. Don't look anywhere else other than the camera. I'm not sure don't have hair. Don't is, have hair on your face. There we go. No, okay. no, no. I've, I've, I've heard that they actually prefer it if your face is a blank canvas. Yeah. The travelling yes. prohibits hair of all forms. Well, if you think about it, you get your passport photo taken when you have very long hair and a mm. big beard, and mm. then that's obscuring your facial detail. If you then turn up at customs and you have a bold face, they'll go, ah, that could be anyone under all that on your yeah. photo. I don't trust you. Other way around... 
blank canvas. That's exactly what you look like on the passport. You have nothing to hide behind or in. And then any other kind of accoutrement you've picked up. It's uh, so you say it's an addition. It's easier to yeah. account for. It's, so you're saying every passport photo should be you as, as naked as the day you were born. Like yeah. Eyebrows gone as well. Eyebrows or? gone. Eyebrows yeah. are moustaches um, for your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Eyebrows are the devil's makeup. The eyebrows <laughs> are the devil's plaything. <laughs> in that you can play with your eyebrows if you're very low on things to do. <laughs> See. The thing with this is, like, the, the guidelines I remember coming in when we were about, what, like, 10, maybe 11? Like, mm. a long time ago. Um, and suddenly, because I remember when you used to be able to smile in your passport photos. Mm. That's now a thing of the past. Traveling must winks. be miserable. Yeah. However, photos, and in particular, pictures uh, have changed a lot over the last 10 years. Especially in the last two or three, thanks to the beauty of things like Snapchat, Instagram... I'm talking filters. Yeah, they weren't a thing before. They were not a thing before. What I'm suggesting here is a bunch of government-approved filters for your passport. Okay. Because if you put a Snapchat filter on that, obviously they're not going to accept the fact that you have cat ears. But maybe the government just kind of sells an extra little thing. Maybe you want a smoothing filter. Maybe you want one of the things that makes your skin look perfect. Maybe you want some government-approved whiskers. well, Well, maybe it's a case of... Your picture, as we've established, on the actual passport itself, your pic- the picture of your face is one where you have it all detail and hair has mm. been taken from it. Do you guys remember, uh, I mean, it had different names, but Wooly Willy? Yeah. No. The oh, oh, thank iron goodness. filing pictures with yeah. the magnet. Yeah, with we the magnet. a little magnet pen and you, you drag. It's a very old school toy. I think my parents had yeah, it. Yeah, it's, mm. it's called Wooly Willy. I'm not surprised. Yeah. You could get it with like beards or faces or anything like that. The weird thing was it looked like a toy that was unpackaged of filings, but like you never were to able to. It. You were not allowed to open and play with your filings. You had to leave <laughs> it in the box. <laughs> yeah. But mom, I want to play with my weird metal dirt. Yeah, <laughs> Please. Please. I'm tired of playing with it through the packaging like all my other toys <laughs> in case you have to return it someday. Um, but what I'm suggesting is a similar kind of system with what you're talking about. So the base layer of the passport is your face, no hair, mm. no nothing. And then you can kind of, much like uh, old OHPs, you can <laughs> you could, uh, put, you can flip down a layer that is hair and eyebrows or yeah. flip down a layer oh. that is hair and eyebrows and glasses or a hat or a filter, like you're saying. So you okay. can actually, you have enough flexibility. This is why I'm suggesting the blank canvas approach with the face because mm. you can add much easier than you can take away. You can customise it. You're, you're, what you're suggesting is a Mr. Potato Head style passport system. Maybe just forgo the book itself because we're not allowed to put stamps <laughs> in the middle. Just have a Mr. Potato yes, Head. of you. With you. Oh, that's actually a lot better. Okay, so we scrap passport photos. We're not fixing this person's passport photo. Passport potato. Passport potato. Passport potato. Passport potato. Mr. Passport Head. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like Mr. Passport. Okay, so you go into the booth where you usually get your photos taken for your passport. Mm. What's the system now? Do you have to take like a clay mould of your head? It's a, it's, um, it's a th- you know the little chairs spin round? Yeah. Yeah, that's just automated. So you've got cameras and all the walls. So it just takes a photo. Like with 3D printing, it takes mm. a photo of your head from every possible angle. Okay. We've got holographic technology like capture wise i saw recently that there's some new coding thing that has made it so it's a lot more compressed okay so we can finally roll out our holographic potato head passports perfect yeah 
Okay, this is the so, this is the prime time for it. So you're going for a hologram approach rather than an actual physical. Potato I think actual physical, but just using that hologram tech to capture it. Okay, cool. And then, as Oscar said, 3D print it. So rather than the little slot outside the front of the machine where a row of uh, paper comes out, a little potato plops out into this thing, much yeah. like one of those uh, little claw machine things you get at service stations. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Are we doing like plastic? Injection more plastic, or are we doing actual potatoes? Oh no, you're carved into a potato. Into a potato, okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is there still the jacket? Yes. Or is it just white potato <laughs> flesh? Uh, well, I think peeled or unpeeled can be your choice. Okay, what about cooked or uncooked? Uh, uh, no one wants to take like a jacket potato. <laughs> surely if you're like a pasty gentleman and you're bald and shaven, then you're going to be a fully unpeeled cooked potato. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just turning up and just slamming mash on the counter. I'm not this sure is we, what I look like. <laughs> I'm not sure we can have this variable because then airports are going to have to be fucking culinary masters because you're mm. going to turn up. Someone's going to have a full potato with their face on it. It's like, okay, cool. Next. And someone's just a pile of roasts. And maybe maybe you give them cubes. the mashed potato. And then you also have a separate book that has a picture of you. And then they have to assemble the mashed potato into yeah, a likeness. The onus is on them. Yeah, to check to, whether there's enough potato for this person. And, and and the thing as well, if you turn up with a wheelbarrow full of mash, you're, you've got a very big That's head. a full body shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a full body thing. <laughs> this is my selfie and you just dump an enormous <laughs> truck of potato. And, mm. and, and then you, But that kind of deters... The, the whole idea of a passport being as secure as it is, is, you know, to protect against identity theft yeah. and who you are, who you claim you are. It's a record of everything. Yeah. Someone who turns up to an airport with a wheelbarrow full of mashed potato is not going to be... If you're trying to fake someone's identity, you're not going to do so with that because mm. that's just that, that's very ballsy. Also, if you're trying... If, if it doesn't work as a passport, you've got ready-made bartering stuff there it's like <laughs> well, just, if you let me in oh, give me some potato <laughs> give you a little bit of this creamy if it's mash. like proper quality creamy mash then no one's gonna yeah. say no to See, that this i think is actually a very good system and it's completely different to where we started about two minutes ago mm. why don't you just turn up with a bowl of your prepared potato <laughs> but you've registered your own unique recipe okay with the government so all customs have to do is try some of your potato and be like Yep, okay, no, that's a lot of garlic. No, that, that's that's you. Okay, okay. you come. Yeah. Are we not worried that Security Patrol is now going to be only carb-loading gym nuts? Because no one else wants that job of just eating potato all day. I mean, would they not make more intimidating customs officials? I mean, let, yeah. if someone's been working there for a long time, if there is someone that tries to run through security, they're going to have a much clearer route to the exit <laughs> because Potato Pete is going to be very starchy and weighed down. Yes, but they're also going to be starchy and weighed down by the fact that they're carrying a wheelbarrow of potato. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So in that, if this is our system, yeah. what's your past potato? My past potato is some very crispy, small, cubed potato, heavily seasoned mm. With just it's just swimming in gravy, so okay. it kind of. But obviously, by the time I've gotten through the queue, it's kind of solidified, so it's a block. So a gravy puck, <laughs> a, gravy, a gravy puck. Yeah, one gravy puck is mine because I can kind of. That's all right actually because I can keep it in the freezer. Yeah, and then I can just slam it down on the counter when I need to identify myself. There you Slide go. Slide it across Texas style. Yeah. <laughs> Let me in. All right, Joel, your past potato. Um, big crunchy jacket potato. Nice. So you're like, you are going the full potato head route. Proper baked, yeah. like with like oil and salt on the coat and give it that extra crisp. Nice. Maybe with some beans on the side. Who knows? Don't bring him a full meal. They've got a lot of potatoes to okay, eat. Okay, right, I'll keep the I'll eat the beans. <laughs> the beans are just for me. They'll no. try the potato and then they'll be like, okay, and it says here I need to smell your breath, and I'll be like, oh, no, okay. Beans. Beans. Good. There's some rich <laughs> kidney in there. I like it. Come on through. 
Rich to the Kidney land. is not something uh, that sounds like a shit rap name for you. <laughs> rich Kidney. Yo, what up? It's Rich Kidney. kidney. <laughs> Tom, you? What pota- what past potato are you? You know what? I think I would bring a nice bowl of cooked potato dauphinois. Oh, lovely. Dauphinois right? potato is Absolutely. next level. I want to I want to I want to represent myself well to countries mm. that I'm visiting. Yeah. Oh, this is a thing, however. When we arrive at the other country, we've got to keep these potatoes fresh mm. all, oh, yeah. the t- all week and then bring it back. But, but Here's that's... another thing. Stamps. How are you going to get your potatoes <laughs> stamped? God, this, this thought of someone doing one of those big rubber stamps into a pile of mash is really, really horrible to or me. Or visas. What are visas? Are they like sauces? Visas. So they pour some gravy on it. Yeah. That's how they do it. Put yeah. some cranberry sauce in there. Yeah, because by the time that goes off, your visa has expired. Mm. Yes, exactly. It's all preserves. Yeah. And so depending if- on the country, it's a different... So England is gravy. Yeah. Uh, I think... America-, America is cheese sauce. America-, America is cheese sauce. Cheese whiz, yeah. yeah. France can be uh, cranberry sauce. Why? Just seemed right. Germany, they actually just put some sauerkraut. Sauerkraut on the side. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a sauce. It can uh, be like yeah. a, a pairing. Yeah. It's just, just an accoutrement. Any, any Mediterranean place is just any some kind of hummus. No, yep. Greece is tzatziki. Um, Interestingly, India, they just give you a bhaji. Yeah, which is not a sauce. No. no. They just dump that on top of whatever you, you present to them. You just get a bhaji. It's yeah. a, like a boat-shaped bhaji yeah. that you put your potato into. Yeah. Nice. And like then you holster. just have to keep that bhaji alive for your whole holiday. Yeah. It's like um, it's like the trust exercise you get in school, having to look after a bag of flour. You've got to keep Wait. that, that bhaji alive. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You can't just contextless say that's something you had to do with in, that explanation. Like, home and economics... I didn't do it, but people did it. We had to like keep a bag of flour alive for a week. Without- it's not alive. <laughs> make sure That's the to- easiest assignment no, ever. You had, to, you had to pretend it was alive. Oh, okay. So then you had to pretend it was still alive at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's an acting course. <laughs> I'm so, I am fucking baffled I by this. Set alarms. I, I didn't do it. Four a.m. The flowers crying. <laughs> oh, you get it. I got it last time. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> I'm already committing to pretending this bag of flowers alive. Why not add another person into the mix? <laughs> it's just a much bigger bag of flour lying next mm. to you. Yeah. Just lays around all day. What if someone took that assignment so seriously, accidentally dropped the bag of flour and went to flower jail for life? Handed themselves in. <laughs> just I'm sorry, there was a mode of madness. White powder all over their hands. <laughs> just this sack on the floor with a slit in it. <laughs> it got it into the knives. It wouldn't stop crying. So don't do that. And uh, look after your bargees. And the mm. bargees will look after you. And let you into India. And let you into India. And crucially, out again, because they house your potatoes home. Mm. Yes. Well, there you go. That's how to fix that passport so that's, issue. That's passport issues. Okay. No more photos, what, only baking. What are we doing for the um, industry of passport holders that's going to be kind of shocked? Plates. Plates? Tupperware. Tupperware, cutlery, crockery, that's all, yeah. Yeah. All right. We, in fact, we've, we've generated more. Mm. The passport holder phenomenon is bizarre to me, frankly, because you have to take it out to use it. Yeah. yeah. Not so, allowed to hold it. Why? I don't like how small this is. I'd like to make it bigger and more ungainly. Mm. I can't put this in any pocket now, and that's what I wanted. I would also like to add another step to the already quite obfuscated process of getting out and into another country. Mm. There weren't enough steps. That's the problem. Mm. I also want to embarrass myself with the passport holder I bought when I was 15 years old that I thought was cool, and now I'm 24 and can't remember why I got it. Yeah. I mean, you could stop using it, but then it would be... But then it's pointless. I bought a passport holder. It It had one job. You're just throwing money away at that point. Exactly. I wonder what the most embarrassing passport holder somebody's had is. Something with penises on. 
No, you can't buy that. I'm sure. That's sh- not something I'm almost certain that you can. If you bought a penis related passport holder, what please, should I do? Clear. <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> leave, leave us a comment if you bought any genitalia based passport holders, I mean, please. You, you, sound, you sound confused. I think, honestly, if a thing exists, a variant of that thing exists with penises on it. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I can't think of a single thing that. Potatoes. Not, yeah, a hundred percent. You can buy like potato. you could buy like uh, griddles that are shaped like <laughs> penises, where you fry your potatoes and it comes out looking like a penis. I do love a good fried penis. Mm. Well, yeah, you're not gonna boil one. Nate, <laughs> nature has a want of having certain breeds of vegetable that grow into penis shape. It's true. I saw a penis shaped potato in a garden center the other day. Why were you in a garden center? I was looking, looking for, for penises. Penises. Hunting <laughs> <laughs> <Hiding> for dicks. Hunting <laughs> for those veggie penises. <laughs> you know they got those vegicocks down at the garden I'm on a plant-based diet and sex life. Um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll leave the past potato where it stands. Hope that helps you out. Guy. Man. Guyman, guy man. Guyman. <laughs> Guyman, gaman. Oscar. Hello. Would you like to hook us up with some good, good goofs? Nothing would give me greater pleasure. Not even this penis potato. I was gonna say. Wait, I right. heard there's some good veggie dicks around. It's no, ribbed. No for thanks. Your... I'm full. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the a, line you wanted. I had a big squash vagina for lunch. Oh dear. Uh, this one comes from Becky Bar. It's Becky Bar one on Twitter who says the break has broken on my salad spinner. This may be the <laughs> ultimate of my first world problems. <laughs> It's not slowing down! What is a salad spinner? (laughs) Is it like a Lazy Susan kind of thing? It's Okay, so do you know what... uh, Salad is? Yes. Okay, good. We've we've established that one. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what a cake Tupperware looks like? It's like a big... Like a circle. It's like like a circle, but it's like a big... It's a cylinder, basically. Yeah. A salad spinner is a cylinder... With a column down the middle with a handle in it, mm. which you can put your salad, so it's got a bottom to it, it's got a top, put your salad in, yep. and you spin it around so it mixes the dressing and all of the leaves and stuff together Okay. Um, in apparently a more effective way than and it just has moving your hands I was going to say, so let me get this straight. This is not a hand, uh, like a by-hand salad spinner. This is an automated electronic spinner well, that's what that I don't understand. can't slow down. Well, what I'm thinking is that there's some kind of, you know, in the same way that lifts have go on. <laughs> no 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 lifts have like a set of teeth where if the lift fails it will like lock itself into place so it won't just plummet to the bottom of the shaft yes. yeah so that's not um, that's not like an automatic process that is just a manual thing that cl- clicks in when the automatic part of it fails yeah i think the brake in a salad spinner is a similar thing to stop if you put a lot of motion into the spin mm. It keeps it's, it going. <laughs> it, it stops it from keeping on going. So the brake is like, okay, to like right. slow it down. Obviously, that brake in this particular instance has stopped working. So what we're dealing with is a perpetual motion salad spinner. <laughs> so the only obvious solution, if it's perpetually motion, there must be some universal inconsistency in this salad spinner. If it's a cylinder, maybe Pi is three within this salad spinner. <laughs> yeah. And it's broken and it just keeps increasing in velocity. Oh, God. So what, What's the terminal velocity of a salad? Do we know? Depends on we the We don't salad. want to know. Um, <laughs> no no one has lived to see it. You've been hit in the face by lettuce going 70 miles an hour? <laughs> Not a fun trip. God, what if it's a carrot-based salad? Oh, God. Sweet potato, <laughs> The carrot, humanity. Rocks. All the worst salads. <laughs> I love a good rock salad. Rock. Especially when it's being flung at me from a fucking centrifuge in the middle mm. of my kitchen. Well, if you do have a rock salad, you're going to want to spin it. Otherwise, so, you've just got a pile of rocks with some sauce. Yeah. 
So if you're saying lifts have a manual override, maybe yeah. salad spinners need a manual override. We need a big red button that'll lock everything in place. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not slowing down. You can't unplug it. You can't touch yeah. it. I was going to say, you can't get, really get near it if it's going mm. that erratic. And it's in, if it's inside, like the salad itself is being spun inside a unit, you can't get in there because yeah. one would imagine that the speed at which it's going, you'd cause yourself some kind of injury if so you're we, trying to interfere. Are we saying we can put other things in it, but you can't put your hand in there? Let's work on the basis. Yes, I don't okay. have a salad spinner myself, so I can't give you first-hand examples. Okay. So we need something that also defies the laws of physics. Uh, drinking birds. Drinking birds. You know, like the little things yeah, on a... the dippy okay. yeah. ones. I was going to say some kind of executive toy. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I was thinking rice. You go to a takeaway, you get some rice. Yeah. You take it out the packet, you put more than half of it on your plate. Yeah. And there's more than half of it left in the packet. Yeah. Yes. That's a physical incongruity. That is like the same... I mean, couscous has the same property. Yeah. You'll mm. make a bowl of couscous, you'll eat half the bowl of couscous, you'll yeah. look back, the bowl is more full than when you finished preparing the <laughs> yeah. couscous. So we need to throw something like that into the spinner. Okay, are we talking like a break glass in case of emergency rice? I'm, yeah, on the wall, mounted. Okay, so what happens when you throw in the emergency rice into this whirling vortex of death? Um, and well, I, th- I think it's not in the same entrance that you put the salad. I think there's an emergency valve that's like a one-way, <laughs> so that there's no danger of anything coming out. Like a, okay. spr- like a sprinkler system inside. Yeah. Break glass in case of emergency, that deploys all the rice from the top of the spinner, Okay. And then that kind of acts as like a safety parachute, emergency yeah. parachute. The density of that rice, most of the rice, even though you've got most of it left, counteracts the velocity, velocity of the salad. Because if it's zero, it's not going to speed up. So we need to dampen, dampen it. it. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 dampening the salad. Mm. Are we now a little bit concerned that we have ruined lunch? I mean, I feel like if you use couscous, I think that might like couscous in salad works. Yeah, it just gives it a kind yeah. of textural yeah, flavor, it like a no Mediterranean flair. Yeah, well, well, you've got to think about it though. The constituent parts of a salad, none of them are particularly structurally sound. So once this <laughs> has been, once this has been spinning at an unstoppable turn mm. for any amount of time you've got to kind of accept that the ingredients of the salad are gone. You've got to let go. <laughs> All you're trying to do now is minimize damage. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that our fix is not to rescue the hostages. Our fix is to burn the building, basically. Yeah, you, 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 you flashbangs, you know, gassing the building out, like mm. the hostages are gone, but you've got to try and minimize damage to everyone else. You yeah. can't let the spin <laughs> keep going. We can't let you become part of the salad. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's what you're talking about down the line if you don't... <laughs> Make these steps now. There is a severity in your eyes I've not seen in a long time. Yes. What salad hurt you? No, none yet. But <laughs> you've never seen an encroaching salad event horizon <laughs> coming from across the hall, and you're like, mm. I hope they, I hope they've got some rice installed. Yeah, hope they had the, <laughs> they have the their panic button, the panic rice. <laughs> yeah, my, my take on this is that past the first couple of seconds of unstoppable speed, <laughs> it's over. You, <laughs> you have to act quick. If There's no can. time for... The only thing that can stop a bad guy with a salad is a good guy with the rice. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. And so that's the plot of our new film we're crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> called? Called... Um, house Stressing. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, just Swede instead of Speed. Spin side job. <laughs> I think that's about the peak. Yeah. yeah. So we'll spin go with side job spin it is. side job. Spin. Coming to a cinema near you. We're looking for a mere $3 million and... The couscous budget is high. 
Yeah, we're going to film every shot at least 15 times. <laughs> and when a, I say every shot... That's a lot of danger involved, like, yeah. of getting sucked into a salad black hole if we're doing it 15 times a shot. Oh, insurance alone is going to be... <laughs> Astronomical. Right up there. Yeah, we don't have enough to pay actors, so we're salad doing all the policy, parts. yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, fair enough. So we're saying emergency couscous is the way to... Yeah. Is the way to fix these rogue black hole spinners. Yeah. And if anything, you get a nicer salad at the end of it, so... As long Most, as you act quick. As long quick. as you act quick. Yeah. yeah. And in future, just put couscous in all your salads. Yeah, it will mm. stop it reaching those terminal velocities. Yeah. yeah. Is it, it? Do you reckon that's what it is? They had too much dressing and not enough roughage mm. in yeah. that salad, so it just lubricated the whole it's thing. It's a classic mistake. Yeah. It really is. Classic mistake. Yeah. Dry salads are your friends. Yeah, one or two glugs too many of balsamic vinegar and you've, you've entered a world of hurt. <laughs> Can we do a PSA, please? Just, I know how it is. You come home after a long, a long day, kick off your shoes, pour yourself a glass of wine, pour balsamic vinegar all over your kitchen, <laughs> get sucked into a black hole of salad, yeah. put the kids to bed. Wrong. Don't dress your salads. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay, so with our salad PSA being, well, I mean, it's a movie, but it's a, it's a PSA. It's a political movie. It is. Very highly charged. Um, that's in the works. That's on Kickstarter, probably. <laughs> You don't know, but maybe it is up there. Maybe you can find it. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can make it yourself. That would be interesting. Um, let's move on to another prompt. I've got one here from Savi Lin. That's Savile Bright on Twitter. They say, my boss just texts me. She's going to be late because her mobile Starbucks app isn't working. So she's going to have to actually wait in line. I wasn't even aware there was a mobile Starbucks so app. So Starbucks have an app. It's actually a pretty neat first order solution. Okay. You order on your phone and then they get the order on the till straight away. So yep. you basically jump the queue. And when you turn up, they say drink for Joel and you go yes please is that your Starbucks voice yes please <laughs> yes for me please he's cultivating a separate personality <laughs> of a Starbucks he's trying out characters are there. you going in there as wacky Joel no it's just, just Joel like... but it's like in quotes <laughs> they just get the order through and it just says oh fuck what well, it's a grande frappuccino and it's for Joel I know the guy who's going to be coming in here and he's like hi guys oh. hello <laughs> you got a drink for me oh, yes for me <laughs> See, you get to skip the queue. So I guess if you're used to that, that becomes part of your routine. When you're doing your morning routine, you pretty much work up to the minute. Yeah. So if you factor that in and then it fails, this is when you've got an issue. Okay. Because you're now reeling. You're behind the times. They do this at Weatherspoons as well. It's far oh. less of a time-sensitive thing there. But the, the funniest thing about that is that people You don't can, have to be there. You don't have... Yeah, that's it. You don't have to be there. So people, if they're going out for a night with their friends and they're in Weatherspoons, they'll tweet out, we're at this Weatherspoons at this table. Order something to this table if you want. It's our friend's 21st birthday. Yeah. Some dude did a video of this and proceeds to then get single servings of mushy peas and like <laughs> kids' mango ch like chunks just ordered to the table at nonstop. And so like all these really pissed off, exasperated members of staff going... I've got 17 servings of gravy. It's like, yeah, I guess that's us. Is anyone going to order drinks at any point? No, Just no one gravy. orders drinks. Just gravy, more peas, like an ice lolly. Like all the things that you can buy, because the entire menu is available. Yeah, and including condiments, yeah. Obviously, they wanted to make it so you could just order from your table and everything, mm. trying to make Weatherspoons a classy table service establishment. I, I worry for our American listeners, they won't quite know what Weatherspoons is. Can you sum up the Weatherspoons experience in three words? If you've, okay, I'll get uh, that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I've got... Three. Okay. But the last one's a lie. Okay. Cheap and cheerful. <laughs> um, kind of shit, mate. A bit iffy. Um, 
Standards be gone. Oldie cheap drinks. <laughs> oldie? Oldie, not Aldi. Like oldie, like an old man. Yeah. Okay. Oldie, oldie cheap drinks, I think, sells it pretty well. Yeah. Any old grey-faced man you see who wants to get the most out of the money you're spending, mm. starting drinking ale at 10am, finishing drinking ale at 10pm. Equally, any student, any young yeah. person When you're 18, to... it's the only place you can go. Yeah. It's, it's actually a pretty good business venture. It's maximise... Maximise young and old. For, for the, no, no. From the from the consumer's perspective, it's maximise the amount of alcohol you get for the minimum price. Yes. But as you kind of mature a little bit and you realise drinking isn't just for drinking's sake, you realise oh they haven't got any music playing because they're not going to pay any PRS. They yep. haven't got any like where to sit. <laughs> yeah. They haven't hired cleaners. In they three haven't hired years. cleaners. Oh. Their food is just cheese in bread. Joel, that's all you eat. Not when he's out. <laughs> when I'm out, I expect some dip. <laughs> Yeah, I, I worked at one for a very, very short space of time. And once you peer behind that particular curtain, it doesn't, it takes a lot of the shine off. Mm. There's no shine to begin with. Oh, exactly. That's you, what I were mean. you seeing the sticky glaze on the uncleaned floor? Is that what the shine I was? was? Si- you know how sad a Weatherspoon's feels in the middle of the day. Yeah. Imagine that, but before the doors have opened and mm. after the doors have closed. Oh God, there's actually nothing more depressing to me than the idea of an empty Weatherspoons. Yeah, and it, well, an empty Weatherspoons, save for people who've been working there for nine hours a day, like all credit to, um, you know, it's a very fast-paced business. For mm. me in particular, I wasn't really about it so much. It, uh, <laughs> re- really not my thing. It's the only job I've had where I've lied about where I was on a shift and then come back. And then when they've asked me whether I was lying, I said, oh yeah, I was lying. I didn't want to come to work that day. (laughs) I went to Guildford to play a gig and I claimed I was sick. And the next day I came in, they said, were you really sick? I said, no, I was, (laughs) I went to play a gig. They're like, oh, you're aware we're going to have to fire you. Uh, Guest, bye. (laughs) That was good. I'll have my living drinks here soon, please. Yeah, well. (laughs) Allow this app to order me 15 bottles of a strange Peruvian ale. Yeah. So to get back on Yes, I was going to say, bring it back to the Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Starbucks. So the... You're running late for work. The problem here is that they can't do their usual app order. Yeah. They can't queue up either because that's way too much time. We need an emergency system, almost like the emergency broadcast system on TVs. It's like... When your app breaks. Like pushing in. Yeah. But something more socially acceptable. Self-serve. Self-serve could work. They've got that in like uh, petrol stations. Yeah. They have like self-serve yeah. costumes. But this is stuff. this is the thing. Like you don't... Oh, what? You mean like a, a big vending machine? Yeah. I was going to say, because if they just supply you with all the coffee stuff, you're not going to make a good coffee. If they just say, come behind the counter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll oh, show you the ropes. Oh, Joel? Joel? Yeah, no, you're here quite a lot. Come on. Yeah, uh, you've uh, earned it. I've only, I've only got five minutes, guys. All right. Uh, probably takes about five minutes to teach you. Uh, yeah, fine. No way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, so we need we need a way of queue skipping that no one's going to get pissed off at you at. Okay, so, so disguises. Disguise yourself as a big drink of coffee. Yeah. And everyone will run towards you. Yes. You then disappear in a puff of smoke and you, reappear you, at the counter. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's a it's an enormous kind of like mascot style suit of a big cup mm. of coffee. Everyone runs in because they think it's their lucky day. Mm. You, while they're all uh, in a Ferrari surrounding you, desperately trying to get your good juice, you put your legs and arms back inside the suit, crawl out of the bottom, yeah. mm. leave it stood there with the throngs and walk up to the now empty counter. I mean, it could work. However, if your app's not working on occasion, this is a decoy you're going to have to bring with you every day. Is there Just a problem in case. with that? It seems counterintuitive okay. to have all that extra hassle. I think you need a strategy that doesn't require any props okay. or something that everyone has about their person. So maybe a sister app 
because if your app isn't working, it it stands to reason that a lot of people. It's not that's working. true. So the, the queue's going to be enormous anyway. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of people that are trying mm. to correct. So we we need an app dedicated to queue skipping, giving Maybe you the tools like, to get people um, out of the way. Ranking people because that always goes down well. Uh, everybody loves it when Everyone there's a leaderboard of human beings. Ranked, um, but maybe ranking your uh, your urgency. How, how much time? You how need. much time you need, or how much time you have to get this coffee? So maybe you type in when you have to be at work, okay. and it works out from your GPS and like your office and all that kind of stuff. How long you've actually got? And someone who works just around the corner and they don't start until ten. Yeah, they're going to be given like a red if you have another half hour to go you might get amber and then if you're five minutes late, five minutes late already because of the app then you get like a green or a hyper green see i do like that however there's no accountability here Mm. everyone's going to put themselves as i i work 10 minutes across from town and i'm already late now give me my coffee i work at starbucks (laughs) and i want to have my coffee before i start my shift 10 minutes ago so i better get one now oh this better happen maybe it kind of asks you the question subtly when you don't need your coffee soon so, so, it, so it kind of pops up at 10 at night just as you're going to bed. Just like, hey, just thought I'd chat. Um, yeah, this is work? This is the Starbucks app. <laughs> they don't tell you about the um, the sister app. That's okay. stealth installs on your phone. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you got the normal Starbucks app. So what's your normal order? Cool. Uh, whereabouts do you live? That's awesome. Where do you work? Cool. What time do you need to be in by? Hypothetically. Awesome. Great. Great information. Well, they, well, they also just kind of say things like, oh, we're going to have this special on. Uh, tomorrow as a pre-work special, will you be able to make it between the hours of nine thirty and ten? If not, how that's much would fine. you miss it by? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Either way, nice. All right. Say you're on a treadmill. What's your standard walking speed? How many flights of stairs do you have to go up to to get to work? <laughs> What's your score on the bleep test? Do just the, asking for a friend. Just real quick, do the bleep test for me. <laughs> And when you say no, the app just goes, no, I'm going to turn into the bleep test and just kind of just start <laughs> okay. going, boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah she must. Go, Fuck. Sorry, she must have missed the button. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just... Uh, That's cool. We can start again. We'll try again. You went right. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Tries to lock your phone. He goes, you're trying to lock your phone when really you should be running. Yeah, this is not going to impact well on your score in the bleep test, which is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you want your coffee? Boop. <laughs> It's Scottish for one sentence. <laughs> Would you like your coffee? <laughs> Anyone that's actually Scottish, I'm deeply I'm very, sorry. I'm very sorry. Time is of the essence. Um, <laughs> cool. So a stealth app. Yeah. Yeah. That manages that subtly to get... asks you questions. And improves your fitness. And improves your fitness. <laughs> and then when you're late for work, you're ready to run because you've been doing the bleep the, test all night. Because it wouldn't let you sleep. So what's it doing with this information? Is it feeding that back to Starbucks and letting them know that, okay, when the app has gone down, now we have to use all this information to say, mm. this person's on high alert. Perhaps it's like a lifeguard system where they put up a different flag depending on the sea conditions. If the app <laughs> is down, they'll put up like the sister app flag. And okay. then... That means you know to turn on your sister app. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't know about it is back of the queue. Oh, okay. So that incentivizes you to use it. I like that. It's just a symbol. Mm. And you don't know you don't know what that could mean. Yeah. It's, it's Once you're real, in the know, you are. It's though. fully word of mouth. It's yeah. a real slight variation to the Starbucks logo. So that if you know you're looking for it, you'll notice it. So the Starbucks logo is a lady holding what looks like what two is, fishtails. What or is she, a mermaid? She's a mermaid. But there's two of them. How could you be a mermaid if, she's, if there's two tails? Maybe... There's... She's killed one and is holding it. Oh, yeah. Well, she's like, which one's the real tail? <laughs> one of these is mine, the other is not. Um, yeah. So she's hold, holding two tails. Yeah. So you just look at the, it, you know, when you see a logo so many times, you don't even really clock it. You know, yeah. you, you know, yeah. look at the details of it. 
Um, so it's like that, but on this updated stealth app version, um, it's three tails. And maybe okay. she's frowning. And then she's, or she's, she's looking at one of our eyebrows is raised and kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, questioning. Yeah. Yeah. See just, this? Does the name change? Bar stucks. Cause the uh, bar is stuck. Stirbucks. Cause you're causing some trouble. Um, store bucks because that's what they want. Bucks for their store. Buck store. Buck yeah. I think start. if you change the, 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 the order structure of the yeah. words, people will notice. So yeah. Starbucks. Star- How about you just put an umlaut on, on A and U? Storbooks. <laughs> Steerbooks. Steerbooks. Uh, okay. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Or just like put two Ks instead of CK. Or two Zs. There's not a Z in there anyway. Yep. Zatarbuckers. <laughs> Starbucks. I've said the word too many times now. <laughs> How about Starbugs? How about Costa? Oh, Cafe Nero. Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. Change it to Hobbycraft. That way people will know. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mothercare. <laughs> that was my suggestion. You guys feeling it's, broody today? Yeah, it's Why? Mothercare. Jojo, mom, and baby. <laughs> Why is, is this Mothercare? <laughs> cool, so we change it to Mothercare. Yeah, okay, so the app is called and Mothercare. And she's not holding two tails, she's holding two babies thirsty for coffee. <laughs> Um, and there... you have to open your sister app, yeah. the Mothercare app. The Mothercare app. Who's but... downloading the Mothercare app? <laughs> does, does Mothercare have an app? That's, that's exactly what it is. It finds a business that doesn't have an app, piggybacks off their name, and mm. runs in the background secretly. Yeah. But one that no one would blink an eye. Are you looking for the Mothercare app? Yeah, I've I, I got to know whether it exists. <laughs> we need, we need to, to report. i got to know. Okay, Mothercare does have one. It's a, it seems to just be a shopping one. Let's see what the reviews are saying about mm. it. Um, my coffee didn't arrive on time. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be the right. Maybe there's a subtle difference. Yeah. Uh, for Mother some cure. reason, they there's video demonstrations and presentations of the prams, which someone couldn't watch. Mothercare as an app seems much more in depth than I expected. Mm. Also, this image, there's nothing wrong with this child. The head is so big and the body is so small. Oh. How do you know it's a child? Well, look at it. It's it's, it's actually a mermaid from uh, Starbucks. Just kind of like that does look a lot like the Starbucks mermaid. Yeah, it, if it you actually squint really does. and then look at the Starbucks logo. Yeah, yeah. If, if you look at this with your eyes closed and don't know what the Starbucks logo looks like, this is pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> Have we just, just stumbled across the conspiracy that all of these are linked? Yeah, secretly. Starbucks, Mothercare. In that you, the Starbucks network. Starbucks, Mothercare, Weatherspoons. <laughs> they are all the same in that they all have reviews on prams. <laughs> And coffee and the, to the table. And there's our fix, the Mothercare Sister app. Yeah. <laughs> Mother you don't know, but diet. you already have it. Side note, video demonstrations. Things on like ASOS and stuff. What an invention. I know, incredible. It's so creepy yeah. to watch a model just in silence go like... Here's just, what you could look like. like. With the kind of blank model expression that's kind of yeah. cool on a catwalk surrounded by people. But in, in a in white void, room. <laughs> like coming towards you, looking at you dead in the eye, just, is this what you wanted? Is this the clothes that you wanted? Is it, it? it shows you how it hang. So it's good, but it's creepy. <laughs> it's very, weird. very conflicted. It's very strange. We're going to move on now to our section of the show, But Better. We're done taking problems from the internet for today. We're going to move on to our own dreams, our own visions, our own products that could appear in the future. Not necessarily that are fixing anything, probably causing more problems, but fun to dream. Pie sky thinking. We have this week, recycling. So recycling is, in my mind, I don't wear socks. No, wait, I do. I wear <laughs> socks. <laughs> Good start. I wear socks every day and I know I'm not alone in this particular choice. Mm. I don't buy socks that often. I think the ones I'm wearing now, I bought about two years ago. They're still good, but 
There's there's a bit of wear coming through on the heel. Oh, those are some bubbles. There's some bubbles. I see, oh, I see a little hole too. There's yeah, Hello, it's, buddy. It's uh, do, do you want to see my socks? I would too, love John? I would love to. I don't want to be missing out. Yeah, I want to okay. be fully so invested. Oh, like some bubbles. There's no no wear, but no. many bubble. Many, many bubbles. bubbles. So mm. they're okay for the time being, but this year alone, I've already thrown away a good two three pairs of socks. You're a madman. Well, they're very old, and I can't wear them anymore because. Well, I actually would be fine wearing them, but Katz pointed out that if I have socks with holes in, those are no longer functional, which is... What happens as well is that you don't wear them because you wear your functional socks, yeah. and then you have enough socks that you just keep cycling through that in the wash, and then you never wear these ripped socks, so you don't need them. Yeah, so what I want to know is, what am I going to do with all these socks that I can't wear anymore? I can't just throw them away, and it's not like you can take them to a clothes bank or anything. No. Yeah, when can... your like, t-shirts are done, like yeah. you, grow yeah. out, you grow out of them, but you, you don't grow out of socks. You can charity shop them. Mm. You can, you know, put, like I said, clothes banks or they have other kind of purposes you can use them for. A sock is such a small thing that no one wants a pre-worn sock. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. like, Tom, Tom, you know about this. You've got bizarre feet that cut through socks pretty quick. I, I have knife ankles yeah. and knife heels and like everything on my foot is a blade yeah. that slices through any material. I do know this all too well. However, I kind of just let into it. If I'm around the house, I have absolutely no problem wearing holy socks. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely none. I mean, it's not an attractive look. I make sure that just not, well, try not to do that when my girlfriend is here. But other than that, oh, I let my freak flag fly. Yeah. They're out. But you've got to, you've got to wonder eventually it'll get to the point where you can't wear that sock anymore yeah like what do you do with it then we need we need a system of being able to fuse socks into another bigger yeah more useful piece of clothing a sock quilt a, a sock quilt could yeah. work i could see that sock shirt okay so the so what was it called the resocklet resocling like just re-sock- like recycling oh recycling socks but oh socks okay specifically for so socks. maybe it's not re- recycling then maybe it's upcycling upcycling okay that's yeah. good i like it okay mm. that's a nice that's a nice addition there because what i want is how many items of clothing can we make out of five socks five socks um uh two pairs of gloves and then you got one left over Fingerless gloves, because they've got holes in. Of course. Yep. So two pairs of fingerless gloves. Yep. And a very thin hat. (laughs) (laughs) And a a hat for a child. Yeah. Uh, A belt, depending on how small your waist is. Are we saying that upsockling is a almost kind of like a bottle bank, but you just kind of turn up with maybe like a basket of 30 socks, mm. feed it into a machine, and then you select whatever you can afford? I, no, I think it's a... <laughs> Wait a yes and, Joel. Just, oh, no. I think <laughs> Shut it's up. a, I think it's a pastime of the middle class elite. Oh, it's like okay. something you'd see on like a blog. In the same way that you have like cooking blogs and you have all this like furniture shit. Now you have upsockling. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, I have too much money, but I'm still going to wear old socks because oh, that makes me feel like one the, of the people. It's yeah. interesting to see where we took it. I was thinking like a poor family saves up all their broken socks for a year and then mm. trades it into for one warm coat. But you've gone the other way. I just, I have too many socks. Yeah. So I'm going to make a curtain out of it. Well, we're talking yeah. about the first world here, Tom. So we're not thinking about the needs of the many. We're thinking about the whim of the few. Okay. Yeah. This is a whimsy podcast. Of course. Yes. Yeah. It's steeped in whimsy and mm. fanciful thoughts okay so because it's cheaper to buy new socks than it is to upcycle your socks I that think. yeah to be fair it's true the In amount terms of material of, like, required and, yeah. yeah cost of thread these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so what's the most middle upper class thing you could make with old holy socks a business card holder <laughs> <laughs> i was Go thinking on. like reupholstery yeah what oh so okay putting balled up broken socks into the back of a 
worn down armchair. Yeah, or just as a cover yeah. for yeah. a seat. I so maybe we get you a padded seat on your cushion. What about tea cosy? Tea cosy, tea cosy is doily. disgusting. Yeah, doily. Yeah. yeah, I mean, doily is good because you've already got the holes in there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You just need you to just even need them to, out. Yeah. yeah, and there'll be people who have a particular, you know, everyone's got a slightly different step pattern. They'll put like weight on different parts of their feet. So yeah. for instance, you've identified the ways in which your feet cut sucks up. Mine's different. Everyone's All over different. the place. There'll be people who have... There'll be someone out there who wears down their socks in such a way that the holes created are very visually pleasant. Mm. So they'll be in demand to donate their pre-doilied socks. Interesting. So what you're saying is there's actually going to be added value to people who have yeah. pretty foot patterns. You're going to be... Yeah, there, there is such a thing as good at wearing holes in things. Mm. Interesting. Go on, because this is, could be a new employment opportunity for me. So we've 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 done doily... Okay, well, okay, let's, let's focus on you. So okay, please do. I like it when people do that. Where do... Where's the first hole that comes through in your sock? Always the heel. Always okay. the heel. Second? Um, Are you a toe man? Mm, yes. Uh, I have very sharp little toes. Little, little toes. toes. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a hole on the heel and then yeah. a little toe. However, as the little toe comes up, the hole on the heel is growing exponentially day by day. Yeah. Yeah. So what we could do is feed the socks in a chain and make a scuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you like where you like tie a knot in the back of one. So yeah. It's a and just thread it through the next hole. The next hole, the next hole. Yeah, and if you alternate the colour of socks, you've got a nice um, you know, striped pattern. Yeah, and you can do magic tricks. Yeah. So I can be the world's first preeminent sock magician. Yeah, yes. you can be a sock magician. With um, one trick. Socks are right. <laughs> yeah. It's not a great act. It's one trick, but the, the, the trick itself, the surprise is how long it goes on for. The socknificent yeah. Tom. Just like, uh, yeah, I like Come it. out and just for half an hour straight, keep pulling this sock out. No, my dead God. face, deadpan, staring into the directly <laughs> of the audience. Like, yeah, this is what's up. This is what's there, going on. There was music, but it lasted for 45 seconds and yeah. then it just cut off to it, silence. And it was countdown. But you weren't done at the end. No. So the, the light turns on and you're still there fumbling. <laughs> And it's like proper like close mic'd on your wrist. <laughs> oh, so you can hear so every like... There's one close mic on the wrist. There's one close mic right next to that. Just... Oh, fuck. Just... I practiced this. <laughs> stupid, Tom. Stupid. So, what do you think? This socks. Sock. That's not even a fucking word. <laughs> I like that. So. <laughs> or you could take the... Take the heel hole and a small mm -hmm. hole for the little toe and you could make a cyclops sock puppet <laughs> the okay. big holes its mouth the little holes its eye okay but i saw it perpetually screaming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kids love it <laughs> probably kids love it sock quote oscar sock-clops sock <laughs> mom dad can you make me a sock-clops just only if you wear through that pair yeah oh <laughs> it's like that advert of the kid with the fairy liquid bottle who wants to make a spaceship but yeah. he has to use up all of his fairy liquid first <laughs> tell you what that kid's a bloody idiot just unscrew the top and empty it into the sink that's all gone like yeah. oh yeah i used it all yeah. up i just want to make sure the plates were clean because <laughs> i feel like what you do is you kind of just rinse them yeah. and T to be honest, it's kind of disgusting. I've, see, I've seen you use the cold water and I've actually like that water. doesn't kill germs. You know just a little spritz of fairy liquid. I know they say just use a little bit, but come on. <laughs> I've seen dirt on it's, my plate. I've, sp I've spoken to Father and he agrees. <laughs> it's a now if, from me. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to space. <laughs> you know, they're still running that advert. 
Fuck yeah, well, the bottle's not finished yet. <laughs> like, that, that, if anything, is is a true testament to how long-lasting it is, because I'm pretty sure that was on TV when we were kids. Yeah, That's, That would be amazing if it was a real-time advert, and we just check in with this family every day and see how close we are to getting the rocket. Incredible, the, yeah. Live, live feed. The kid's in his 30s, and he's going insane, because he, no matter how many dishes he washes, he can never finish this bottle. He's, like, baking things on in the oven, and I hope that that'll, like, speed up the process. <laughs> Why? Why have you forsaken? It's just leaving pasta on the hob for like four hours at a time. Just come on, burn on! Mother will have to deal with this. <laughs> Meanwhile, mother has long since lost the plot. Yeah, Just being taken care of upstairs while he's just kind of going, I will go to space. I will go space. to space. Father comes along with a pipette. <laughs> there, it's clean. <laughs> Shit! This house is a prison! <laughs> so, sock clops. Sock clops. <laughs> Socklops, much like the fairy liquid, you only can make you can't make holes in your socks for upsockling. Yeah. You have to work with what you've got. Exactly. There's actually a system where if you see like a scissor cut, mm. like that entire thing has to be. It just out. invalidates it, yeah. It absolutely does. It's in the same way that you do like upcycling at home, you don't buy loads of shit to make to then buy more shit to make it better. You have to yeah. like have old stuff. Yeah. There's no point upcycling something that's new. Is there going to be like a whole Tumblr subculture of people who are like, mm. this isn't upcycling. This is This is not true upcycling. Yeah, you've actually gone and bought these from a charity yeah, these shop? These are tights. This is... I'm sorry, that's the sleeve of a shirt. Oh my God. Does this mean there's going to be pre-ripped socks going into the market? Ooh. Oh, there will be. Because pre-ripped jeans are a mainstay... You pre rip jeans must have hit their peak at this point. Then, Joel, I think they, they probably said that when we were kids, and look what's happened. But look what's happened. <laughs> really, really. It's more whole than jean. That's like, what they said when it was us. We have become the old people. Uh, I just, I don't understand. They we were, have become them. I, I okay. genuinely don't understand where else they can take it other than selling you nothing. Just and saying, take the butt away. They're really ripped jeans. Have you seen the clear jeans? They're, they're a good one. <laughs> clear jeans. Like, yeah, they're sold as clear denim. Not a thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so is it PVC? Yeah, it, it is. Oh. It is 100% PVC. Like, boot cut clear denim. Oh. Like, <laughs> incorrect. No, none of Obviously that. like Great. a loose weave denim. Yeah, it's just string <laughs> dangling from your wrist. You know where we go from here? Now that the clean jean has been invented. Yeah. Clean jean. Uh, we simply go through all the fashion trends in order again, but they're all clean. Yeah. They're all clear. So we're going to have clear Junkos in about three years. Okay. Clear flares. Yeah. Then go to clear skinnies. Clear skinnies which is, is not going to be a good horror, That's not going to be oh, pretty for God. anybody. Your hair's going to look like it's in the bath. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clear skinnies. As long as you don't accompany that with clear underwear, you're probably fine. <laughs> Don't accompany any of this with clear underwear. No one wants clunderwear. Clunderwear. <laughs> <laughs> the name itself shows you that it's not a good. Fetch me my clunderwear. I'm going to battle. <laughs> I will render my enemies a clunder. Um, <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think upcycling is a beautiful venture, but I'm hmm. a bit scared about about the kind of culture we will bring with it. I think as long as we market it well, and as long as we stay in contact, have good contact with the community, build up a good, honest business around it. It needs to be a grassroots campaign. We can't let it get too hoity-toity. No, I mean, it It may do because upcycling yeah. is very hoity-toity. Once Pinterest gets hold of it, that's that, that particular facet's going to be yeah. slightly out of our hands. In that case, can we just employ someone to constantly take down every Pinterest page involving socks? I'm fine with Pinterest getting involved as long as we get involved as well and we kind of steer 
the discourse in the right direction. Yeah, right. We don't let it go to a seedy place. Seedy place? Or any other type of How place. How seedy can we take socks? Maybe people are making gardening pots out of them. I, I don't thought know. you were about to say guns. <laughs> well, they're kind of gun-shaped, if you squint. Um, good community communication. Okay, I like that. Um, I don't think we can control exactly what happens with upcycling, but I think as long as we're on the pulse. Steer the ship in the right direction and let yeah. the rest of it... Do as it may. And the rest will all come out in the wash. With upcycling sorted and ready to release into the wild to all of the blogs. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed what you've heard this week, please do share it around with your friends. We've got Spotify. We don't have Spotify. I lied. (laughs) Don't look there. Don't look there. We're not official. We've got SoundCloud links. We've got iTunes links. Both great ways to listen. Both great ways to support and share around with your friends. Easy links. You right click, copy, paste. But somewhere else. Don't just paste it in the comments. That's not going to help us. We know where it is. We're here. Yeah, if you <laughs> we say, did this. If you tell us where, where it is, you, you, you're wasting your own time. Mm. Yeah. Give them to people and they will understand the beauty of minuscule problems. If you have any first world problems of your own that you feel we will be suited to fixing, you can find us on the internet. You can find us on Twitter. We're at FWScast, or you can email us directly. We're FWScast at gmail.com. Want to thank how many of you are getting in touch directly this week with regards to the issue we're not going to address until the end of the month. Speaking of which, by the way, did we come up with a forfeit if we lose? I think we just have to, we have to accept it. Well, we just have to say it every episode, but me and you have to say it. Mm. Oh, no. (laughs) I never. I think think that's got to be what it is. We all have to say it. We all have to say it. Okay, that's fine. But if... Okay, well, we're addressing it now. If we don't reach 10 comments in total saying, get to it. Now, I... By the time this airs, we'll know. We'll know. Yeah. But I want to give... I, I guess it is Pokemon Freak Backwards. Some credit for one, two, three, four, five variants of get to it. One of which I don't think we can count, but the rest of them I think we can pro- we, we can probably say yes to. The fact that there is such a niche pull in there from one of our very like from a show about fifteen episodes ago as well makes me very happy. Mm. Yeah, but thank you so much for actually acting on it. I mean, I guess we're going to have to say get to it. But That's the thing. Uh, as of the time of recording, we have six days left, and if it falls flat, Joel has to say a catchphrase of our own making oh, for God. the next five. Ooh, I like that. I don't like that. Well, I don't agree to that. <laughs> too late. <laughs> Majority rules. Um, but thank you so much to Etch Rapido, regular guy, uh, MC Kittens 20, uh, Pokemon Freak, and Canadian Chicken, and I have no life for getting involved and hopefully making the show better or worse. We'll see. We don't know what you've done yet, but next week we'll know. We'll know. The grand unveiling. Unveiling is oh. a word. <laughs> We're taking the veal away. <laughs> no more veal for you. <laughs> first word solutions, no veal for you. <laughs> the very first happily veal-free podcast on <laughs> iTunes. Yeah. Everyone else that doesn't actively say they're anti-veal is complicit in Pro-veal. Pro-veal. <laughs> complicitly pro The only veal. podcast fighting against the pro-veal agenda. The only podcast taking a stand. <laughs> Fight the power. Speaking of iTunes, if you... <laughs> Speaking of iTunes, if you are listening to us there, please do leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out because the more of those we get, the uh, more visible we actually become on the service. So it's super helpful for us. Big thanks to all of those who have left ratings and reviews already. Really means a lot to see what you think about the show. Just let us know. What do you like? What don't you like? What can we improve? What do you want to stay the same? How many times should we say veal in a podcast? Let us know. Have we have we hit the limit for veal? I think this episode at least we have. Potentially, but Wait, there's always on, next week. Let me try. 
He's there. No, he's giving it a good go. No, there's no good, No, go again. Go again. I reckon you. I reckon you can get it out. I might have to bleep it. But... Bail! <laughs> oh, softer, got, this, got softer this time. <sighs> Slowly. Slowly and softly. See if you can sneak one past the sensors. Okay, we'll see in editing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in veal post. <laughs> I sent this by veal post. <laughs> <laughs> took forever. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problem. No problem.